Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless and reassure us. And therefore is it that grave where he is laid, this legend hath that still his kingdom keeps. Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Still His Kingdom Keeps, a creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Merlin, originally airing on the BBC. And we're back with part two of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, we need to issue a content warning right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Boy, if you don't want to hear two grown men talk about farts, uh, you need to get off the podcast. because off. I almost sh- introduced myself with the huge fart noise, but I couldn't, I couldn't rack it up in time. I couldn't load the chamber quick enough. Um, so I just went with my, uh, with my name, my fr- first and last. You were, so you were, you were genuinely thinking about trying to literally fart into a microphone? No, or I was you trying just... to, no, yeah, well, I sh- well, if I was a little gassier, anything goes. Um, I was trying to load up a raspberry. You gotta, you know, wet uh, the arm first, gotcha, really gotcha, let it, gotcha. let it, yeah. let it fly. So you were okay. real good at it in my youth. Um, one of those things you gotta hang up as an adult, you know, you gotta youthful, hang up the raspberries. Youthful things should be left behind for the youth, Chris. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. That's I don't, I don't think you should be able generation. to, uh, fart on command and I don't think grown men should use the word words no cap i just i just yeah. want to say that i agree i agree um mm-hmm. i agree unless you're a rapper i feel like rappers get away with with any kind of slang well, sure. they want to. i mean they probably invented the slang anyway so almost um, definitely yeah yeah anyway uh-huh. <laughs> last time on merlin <laughs> well uh first let's shout out our patrons because we've, we've had a trickle of new patrons lately and i just want to say yeah. hello and thank you for joining patreon.com slash monster of the week to in supporting us you get uh, episodes early of this podcast. You get access to our Discord, where you get to argue about whether or not Uther ate out a troll. Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun times. Come, come join everybody. Uh, now, Chris, yeah, you, you were able to tell me what has now previously happened on the episode. Last time on Merlin, despite everyone's best efforts, King Uther Pendragon married a troll. With the dubious goal of gaining treasure or something, a troll took the guise of the regal Katrina, bewitching Uther with both her beauty and also just actual troll magic. And although Merlin did his best to stop the monster matrimony, he was too late, and Camelot finds itself with a new queen. Yeah, uh, this episode is just this episode really gross. Like, uh, somebody on our Twitter because um, I've been kind of j- making some jokes about this episode on our Twitter, uh, which you can follow at His Kingdom Keeps, like if you want to go do that and talk to us. Uh, someone mentioned that they were unable to watch these episodes ever again, but they were uh, looking forward to us experiencing them. And uh, that's kind of how I feel about them, Chris. Like, I don't feel like I never need to watch these episodes ever again. You know, again. It's, it's funny. In my memory, these were way grosser yes. than they actually are. 
Um, and part of that, I think, is when you're sitting there taking notes, you have to pay attention to, you know, lines of dialogue and stuff. Where, whereas you're just watching it, those farts really stand out. Um, but I was so I was surprised that there was a little bit of like emotional pull here for a couple things. Not like I was taken away by it, but I was like, oh, they're actually like they're doing a little bit of something. This isn't just comedy, although it's mostly just fart jokes. It's a lot of fart jokes, uh, and it's a lot of um, like thematically. There, there's not a whole lot going on. I don't think like pretty much this is just Uther has been enchanted. Um, if anything, it kind of serves as a just a complete takedown of. Uh, the, the idea of having kings <laughs> at all oh yeah yeah um, for sure and there's a scene t- specifically towards the end that we'll talk about where i was just like oh this is why it's bad like there's a whole lot of reasons why it's bad but like this particular meeting where uther can just say whatever he wants to and nobody and everybody has to agree with them this is why kings are bad this is why we don't want to do that government bad. anymore yeah this, this is why is, we no longer use a king because yeah, this is, um they do shit like this I mean, America has never had a king, so uh, sure. Like, and we, I mean, uh, well, our, that's debatable. Is it? <laughs> what do you mean? Is debatable? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who was the king of America? Going to suddenly introduce some some fake history. Is that? Are you? Are, are, I know you're a Hulk Hogan fan, but like that dude's been canceled. The, uh, we can't call the, him the, the king castles. Anymore. The castles of Massachusetts beg to differ. The castles of Massachusetts. I'd oh my say God. The, I'd say America's greatest weakness, mm-hmm. apart from all of our modern problems, uh, hardly any castles. <laughs> Hardly any castles in this crowd. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a anyway. comedian, um, Eddie Izzard, <laughs> jokes about that. She has a um, uh, a line about uh, how Americans build like the castles at Disney World or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was, And she's like, or you could just go to Europe. We just yeah. have them. <laughs> we just have them. They're everywhere. You could just go to a castle. To, get, to make really good castles, we needed to have made them 200 years ago so that they could now be covered in moss and sort of starting to fall apart. That's what marks a really good castle. Uh, anyway, we start off this episode <laughs> with Katrina and, and Jonas plotting against Merlin. He's now um, public enemy number one because he knows the secret and he's still alive. Um, before anything can change or before anything can be set into motion, Uther charges in and dude, he's ready. He's ready to... He's ready to go, dude. He's ready to he's ready to launch off. He's been a chased man for a long time, and I think we're all ready to see Lu- Uther loosen up a little bit. Maybe stop being so harsh on people, um, but not like this. Not in my like this. Uh, in my notes, I wrote that he is consumed with lust uh, because that, oh for sure that great. is exactly the vibe. It. This dude. It's just weird. Um, I hate Anthony Head for introducing this whole situation like because he's good at it he's really I, good at I this hate like because reports from from set that day say that Head was quote consumed consumed lust. by lust yeah um <laughs> and 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 like you could just see it in his eyes like he's because he's having this whole conversation um as soon as he's like like he comes in and he's like it's time uh we're we, we're married now and i can and he starts like kissing her arm and everything and everything he's doing you know what he's doing uh, he's doing a creepy Gomez Adams, like yeah, Gomez yeah. Gomez Adams can pull this off and like look fucking debonair because he's just he's a he's a huge wife guy that can murder you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uther, it just comes off as like it comes off as a little fuckboyish to me for some yeah, reason. Yeah. It comes. He's, and I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like what Anthony Head is doing is he's channeling the absurdity and maybe the laughter. He's channeling that into something else into this performance, and that that something else. Um, I'm afraid to say is horniness. It's horniness. He is very horny. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make make us go there. You're not gonna uh, lay it on them. But uh, Katrina, anyway, so, Katrina so Uther comes in, him. dude. 
yeah, Katrina rebuffs him. She's like, hey, uh, I only had one memory of my family, and the, and um, uh, it was my family seal, and it's been stolen, and I think it was Merlin that stole it. Um, and so this sets off like the major plot of the episode, which is Uther mm-hmm. forcing Arthur to go on a manhunt for Merlin. Um, so that he can be arrested for, uh, you know, this crime that he obviously did not commit whatsoever. Right, right. Um, we do, we get a lot of Sir Leon in this one, so much so that I had to drop the Sir and start going with Leon just to save time, you know what I mean? I feel that, um, yeah, I feel that. <clears throat> so Leon, he, we see Arthur in the streets, like, leading the search for Merlin, which is bizarre, of course. Um, and then we see Leon come to Gaius's, and he's like, hey, where's Merlin? And Gaius is like, Merlin's where he fucking always is, at work. Yeah, he's working <laughs> working for our, our boss, like like a slave, because yeah. he kind of um, is. But then, yeah, we, we <laughs> yeah, basically, um, we cut back over to Arthur's bedroom where Merlin is, and Arthur now comes in, and he's like, dude, like, you got to go. You have to leave. Like Everybody's looking for you. My father wants to arrest you. You have to escape. Now's your only chance. Um, Merlin tries to tell him the truth, obviously, like... Hey, I didn't steal that. Also, she's a troll. And uh, I don't, Arthur, of course, doesn't think that Merlin is actually guilty, although he's been acting like kind of a perv recently. And that's, you know, that's, you know, he was sneaking around, snooping with mirrors and shit. He was doing some weird shit. That's doing some weird saying. stuff. But uh, um, he still doesn't believe that, you know, Katrina is a troll. Uh, I really like this as a kind of a, a real brief window into Arthur and Merlin's relationship that Arthur is mm-hmm. just like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to let you, I'm going to just turn you over to my dad. Like you got to get out of right. here and I'll just pretend to do a bad job, um, right. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Um, and it's also, they don't linger on it. And the, the way that the scene is paced, they're cutting from thing to thing to thing as Merlin is trying to escape. The guards are looking, searching here and there. Uh, the music is all like kind of, uh, pushing everything forward but there's this moment where i'm like if the music was different this would have been an emotional scene as arthur finally yells for merlin to go they like linger on his face for like one second and his there was like water in his eyes like he was like actually like a little a little uh emotional about having to send merlin away they just don't linger linger on it at all and the music leads us in a different emotional direction but i was like huh all right okay interesting yeah you, you wonder what the like actual stage direction at the time was and then like how it got maybe got changed after the fact right they like, put like because yeah. maybe this was supposed to be a lot of maybe this was like throwing a rock at the at the dog that you're trying to get away or something you know what i'm saying right. like that that right. classic scene i feel like there's a dinosaur like a modern like one of those how to train your dragon things where he's yeah, like you gotta sure. get out of here and like throws rocks at his best buddy um and you know of course of, of, they don't they're not really playing this this scene up for much they're gonna be reunited later but you gotta think uh, given the circumstances arthur probably assumes he's never gonna see merlin again and that's that absolutely and, you know yeah. he's gotta he's gotta move on he's gotta live his life but you see there there is a friendship there as much as they don't want to admit it um and and yeah so anyway uh, after after Merlin escapes, I don't even know what he does. He probably fucking hides behind a cupboard for for hours at a time. Um, Arthur then has to go and talk to Uther and Katrina, uh, the king and queen, if you will. The king uh, and, and he queen. He has to admit he has to admit that he couldn't find uh Merlin, and Uther's like, well, you can't you can't just give up. You got you got to keep looking. Uh, and Katrina's like, damn, I didn't realize. The crown prince over here was so incompetent. And <laughs> she now really... she starts to, she's just really needling in there. She's like, wow, I didn't know your son sucked so much ass, Uther. And he's like, whoa, hold on. Whoa. She, she really negs this dude. Like, I feel yeah. bad almost. Yeah. 
Like she really, really like is is like, wow, Luther, you should really do something about this guy. And he's like, like, what I- the fuck, stepmom? <laughs> she makes him call her stepmom. <laughs> Queen um, stepmom. Queen stepmom, this sucks. Um, but of course he's yeah he's told to keep searching. Yeah, Uther ends up just uh, kicking him out of the the throne room and says, "You have to go find uh, Merlin." Yeah. And then he does we... a lot of kicking Arthur out of the throne room. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to Katrina in full troll form this time, uh, where she is wearing a dress. The dress has stains on it. For whatever reason, uh, this I think is maybe the grossest scene. There's two of there's two very two very specifically two scenes that I think are the grossest things. This is one of them, um, where she's like eating filth. She's just shoving stuff in her mouth, and this troll form is is like just so disgusting and so like realistic looking somehow. Uh, and and at one point, like usually when we see her, like her head down, and she's just kind of shoveling stuff in her mouth. But Jonas shows up, and she's and he's like, "I brought you a treat, my lady." And so she looks up, yeah. and we get this like full frontal view of her, um, and her hands are just there's something like wet and pussy in her hands. Yeah. And I don't, she's, she's eating boogers or something, dude. It's, it's so disgusting and horrifying. And I just, it's just, I, and, and like, he brings her like, I think she says artichokes. And I, I guess from the stables, Oh, he's bringing he's bringing horse dung. So this horse, horse dung. dung. That's okay. like her delicacy throughout the the episode. She eats it at Uther's table. I was I, I thought it was horse dung, but then I thought she said artichokes for some reason. I think she said something about all the shit that Uther was like serving her. All yeah, the gross shit. maybe that's um, what it was. Um, but or yeah, maybe or is... maybe whoever wrote this was like, I hate artichokes. That counts as troll food because it's garbage and I don't want to eat. It. <laughs> it's I don't know why she wants to eat horse shit. Like, she's nasty, dude. She's freaky. They they took real glee, real pleasure in in setting this up. It's so whoever, bad. whatever sick freak designed all of this, who wrote this, came up with this nonsense. They took pleasure in grossing us out. Somebody was having a little bit of a fetish party when they were t- when they yeah. were writing this oh. episode, and like, <sighs> and for whatever reason, <sighs> Katrina was all in. Uh, I can't remember yeah. the actress's name now. Sarah um, Parrish. Sarah Parrish. Yeah, she was just like, "Let's fucking go." I love this dude. sick freak <laughs> bullshit. Let's get into it. It is funny how much fun she has with it, especially when she's still in human form. Oh my she's god, she's just like. She's all in, dude. I can't tell what I like more, uh, whether she's when she's in the human form or the troll form, because both are just equally disgusting and bad. Like, um, does she does she lose a bet? Because she just is like she's a hundred percent, dude. She gives it her all. You know, if this was like ten years later, I would I would wonder if this was all like a Taskmaster setup. Like, I would wonder if Greg <laughs> Daniels was like, you know, your and your task this week, Tara Parrish, is to go guest on Merlin and pretend to be a troll. Um. We go into the forest uh, where some of the guards. <laughs> the thing that we were supposed to learn here is that Katrina is, or the troll, is trying to make undermine Arthur and and slowly make Uther detest his own son. That's her. That's her plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we go to the forest. Uh, the guards have found uh, like some clothing of Merlin's as well as a campfire. Um, this is underwear. And they're like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> a freak, man. Why did he leave his underwear behind? Why did he uh, leave his loincloth here? It smells. We get a very brief conversation between Gwen and uh, Gaius. Uh, Gwen is, of course, worried that Merlin's going to get caught. And Gaius is like, don't worry. Everything's going to come out fine. <laughs> Gaius does what he always does. He tells women to just shut up. Shut don't up, worry. Be quiet. Take your just poppy. Go home. And shut the fuck like, up. I um, don't, don't take any poppy. What are you talking about? He's like, you don't take poppy? Oh, I'm, I'm, say, I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> we ought to sure, fix that. I'm sure I've been giving you poppy, right? Like, I don't really, I don't let women around me that haven't been poppied once or twice. Come on now. 
Um, she's like, what the fuck, what guys? Are you she's like, yeah, no, I know. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> Uh, and but yeah, we get back to we get back to the lab, and we find out that um, he was telling Gwen not to worry about Merlin because Merlin, for some reason, we discover that Merlin has been hiding inside of a barrel of grain <laughs> this whole time. It's it's a full barrel too, and he's really just buried in there, m- minimal oxygen. How is he? That's breathing? how Gaius likes to go. How is he breathing under there? Like, is there? Gaius had gave him some milk of the poppy, so he's been kind so of he hasn't. He's just unconscious. Been out. Yeah. His heart rate's very low. He was testing out that poison that they're later going to use on Arthur. Sure, perfect, <laughs> absolutely perfect. Um, and Merlin comes out with like a plan. He like jumps up and he he like gets out of the barrel somehow not falling over, which I couldn't believe they didn't do a falling over thing yeah. here. Um, and then he's just like out the door immediately gets into the castle to start tracing to tra- tracking down Katrina uh, and follows her to her chambers. Um, luckily, her chambers have like a little spy port in them because everybody in this Perfect. castle is a per- pervert. Uh, and he's able yeah. to watch her and Jonas as um, she is just desperate for... Uh, or she, she's getting aggravated at having to can maintain this form with the potion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mm-hmm. doesn't like being this clean. Um, and he eventually convinces her like, hey, think of all the money and power uh, that you're going to have if you just continue to do this. And as soon as she takes the potion, like all of the warts and stuff on her arms start to fade away. Uh, and of what course, Jonas Mer- get out of this. That's sick freak. What is, what, what is, I mean, I, I guess you want, if you're a servant, like you want to be the servant to like the highest power in the land, right? Sure. 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 But also like, I don't know. He's it a seems like a, a lizard man. So a, a lot of your job is t- just related to getting some shit out of the stables and bringing them to your mm-hmm. boss. So that sucks. Not great. We gotta assume he's into it though. This is all his. This is his fetish. He's he's the P, the stand in POV OC character for the writer on this one. Unbelievable, man. I just I do not. We're getting like worse it. by the second. Anyway, um, so Merlin has now learned through his little spy hole where Jonas keeps the potions. So he's starting to cook up an idea here. Meanwhile, Uther meets with Arthur. And he tells his son that they're going to introduce a new tax for the people. They aren't paying enough. This is clearly Katrina's idea. Um, and Arthur's like, dude, the people are barely getting by as it is. Later on, he talks about how they were like happy and stuff. And it's like, bro, if they're barely getting by, I don't know how happy you, they are. You know, I, um, I, uh, and I wanted to talk about this because what I mentioned at the, so- at, the, at the top, that this is like kind of a... And just a real indictment of having like this this form of government. It's that Arthur just very cheerfully announces like they can. I mean, you know, they they barely just eat what they produce. Like it's they're not. Yeah. There's not much of an economy here. Like what do we? We I don't even know how we get paid. <laughs> I don't know where any of this mm-hmm. stuff comes from. Like it just really seems like their citizens aren't doing it's, well at all. It's damning of of the royalty. It's also damning of Camelot. If because if you would think that the the more successful that Camelot was, that the the better everybody would be doing. Because we are supposed to believe that other than Uther's hatred for magic, this is a generally good place to live. But it doesn't really seem like it. <laughs> you gotta work all day on the farm slaving away so you can just like eat some corn that night and you don't even have an Xbox? What's bro, up with that? Bro, bro, what's going on? What do you do when you go home? <laughs> that ain't no life I want to live. You just get home and your spouse is like, did you did you do the farm good today? And you're like, yeah, I did the farm good today. Yeah, okay, did- leave me the fuck alone about it, all right? I do yeah. the farm good every single day. Why do you keep asking me about the fucking farm? The farm's fine, okay, Karen? The farm is fine. Now stop asking. I have to sit here in silence and use all of my brain power to imagine that I'm playing an Xbox, okay? I, I just want to sit here and just like remember the taste of mead and like think about what Call of Duty would look like okay that's just leave me alone while i'm when i'm imagining calling duty right now okay jeez it's the only thing that i have keeps farting and i have to work on a farm all day 
ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway, I keep getting lost in my notes. This is, what an episode, huh? Um, it's all okay, over so the place. Arthur is like, yeah, the people are barely getting by. Um, and Arthur is in disbelief by this. He's like, I don't, this seems like a really bad idea. Um, and Katrina, clearly she's working her magic on Uther. And even as Arthur is protesting, she, the, the effect of the enchanted necklace that Uther is wearing starts, seems to take hold. And, um, Arthur is sent out to, to begin this work. He doesn't really have a choice. Um, meanwhile, we get, uh, Merlin's plan. Uh, so that evening, he he goes back to Katrina's uh, chambers. He spies in, sees that Jonas is sleeping. sneaks his sneaks his way over there, grabs the potion, jets out, and then brings it over to Gaius. And his plan is to make one that looks and smells and tastes exactly the same, but without any of the troll magic. And Gaius is like, "Well, I don't know what that's going to do." And he's like, "Well, it'll let her turn into a fucking troll in front of everybody." And Gaius is like, "Yeah, oh, dope, great idea. Yeah, I'll do this yeah, all night. Good, 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 good. No big good deal. Thinking, good thinking. Um, no sweat." Um, and then, my favorite part of the episode, Chris, I love this, uh, Katrina, in full human form, like, walks into Arthur's, or excuse me, Uther's, like, bedchambers, and, like, she just looks at the bed, and she, like, frowns real big, but out of the corner, stepping back from the curtains, <laughs> stepping just right out of the curtains, he's been hiding there the whole time, is uh-huh. Uther, with just his face consumed by lust, and he's just... Bye utterly devastated by lust he's being sexy a hundred a hundred percent he could you can just tell that he's a hundred percent erect in his pants right now he's just he's rocking the wood chris you can just you can just it, it's just emanating off of him in waves you can just tell it um, um and, he can't and, control it he can't hide it i see it you see it we all see it bro it's gross it's not it's not fun but katrina's not having it um because he's just like, dude, he's ready. He, and there's there's pretty much no stopping him. Um, because she's like, oh, he's picked her flowers. And he comes in to kind of embrace her. And she sneezes and then uses that as a chance to get away from him. Um, and she starts saying, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a little worried that you're not the man that I think you are. Because you're not being very firm with your son. And if he's a reflection of you, then blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, honey, I am anything but weak. Um, <laughs> he, un- he undoes his belt. And we're like, bro, no. Bro, no. Um, this is not the thing. I don't want to do that. But she's like, yeah, Arthur's really weak. You need to. You need, and he's like, don't even worry about it. We'll deal with that later. Uh, he's not letting this topic go. But she's not letting the Arthur thing go. Um and then he says, if Arthur, you know, when Arthur um, succeeds, he, he is rewarded like anyone else. But when he fails, he's punished like anyone else. And that is enough for her to seemingly agree to boogie down. And just when you think they're going to do the nasty, she uses her, thank God, honestly, uh, she uses her troll gas and just knocks him out and, and leaves him there. She farts it up to just to just really cleanse the, the room uh, and thankfully, we leave it at that. Let's 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 linger on this fart for a moment, Chris. Okay. I, sure. I, I hate to do this. Uh, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm it, so it is sorry. Probably based on sound, it is a fart that itself did indeed linger. So I suppose it's 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 only right that we are we we linger on it. It's not it's not the fart itself I want to talk about. It is the fart, and it's the right afterwards. It's whoever told her to wave the fart up into her face and then mm-hmm. like nod as if judging the fart's quality, and then be like, yeah, yeah. she needs to make sure that it's the right. Fart flavor because she's been eating all this gross ass human food you don't want to have regular human farts that just smell like low tide or whatever like you want like you gotta you got she had to make sure it's her own brand it's incredible and i'd hate it a whole lot Mm -hmm. it's not good one of the things that happened when i got covid was of course i lost my sense of smell um and not not to be tmi but farts smell different now 
it don't hit the same. And they haven't. It's been it's been two years since that happened, and farts still don't smell the same. So and, I, and it's I. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this, but now I, I now we well, have we are. to. Now we that you are. brought it up, so is it that the and I don't know how you would find it out unless you and Jess are really comfortable with each other. But like, do your farts smell different, or do no, you are you don't. smelling the farts differently? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this to everybody. I you know I do try my best not to fart, but everybody gets gassy sometimes. You know, I drink a lot of beer. You know, I don't have. I don't feel like I have a good diet. Sometimes I get gassy. I'm sorry that I'm doing this on a podcast. Jess has confirmed they don't smell any different, but to me they smell different. Okay. Okay. So it's not. That I mean, it changed... we both agree that they're bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't. I was, that was going to be my next question. Was like, well, is it like a more pleasant thing? Like, is it like a Mm-mm. something that you can know? It not. just feels like there's a stranger in my pants. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a stranger in my bum, and I don't like it. Oh my god. That's that's. There's, I, you know, and there have been other scents that have changed, but most of them are are. It doesn't really like affect anything that much. It's just like like oh, if like bread smells slightly different, like well, it still smells good because it's bread. But you know, you learn to build up an immunity to your own brand. Sure, of course. Um, so it doesn't. And it now doesn't that's all been reset to zero, right? That's like, been reset, dude. I gotta yeah, go yeah. another fucking thirty years to get back to where I was. Hey, you got D leveled, son. I hate to uh, I hate to disappoint you. I lost so much XP when I got COVID. <laughs> I'm I'm still. I think my, my my doctor was like, you know, I think your brain just got worse. Everything that you're telling me sounds like your brain is worse. I'm like, what do you mean it got worse? What is you that? can't is just that a, say that. That can't be a medical term. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Both your body and your mind are just weaker than they once were. Uh, <laughs> Deal with it. So she farts and she sniffs, and then we go back to the lab. Uh, yes, uh, Gaia, Gaius, thank God, has figured out the uh, recipe of the potion, um, and he lists off like a dude, a re- rat guts, pond scum, pond scum. For some reason, it's probably like the least gross thing he mentioned. Yeah, but the term Wolf, pond scum really, it really grossed me out. Wolf spiders, sheep brain, <laughs> like there's a lot ah, that went dude. in here. Um, Chris's. Chris's farts. Chris's, Chris, Chris's farts. old farts. It's like not even the new farts. The the, the real powerful ones. The old farts. Yeah. Um, Chris's legacy farts. Chris's dude. They they made them non-canon. My non-canon dudes, dude. You're you're in the legends territory, bro. They're oh, not even real anymore. Dude. Who cares? They're it's just ridiculous. stories. Those farts are stories now. Oh. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even exist. Luke Skywalker has a wife in my fart timeline. Oh, God. Um, Gaius needs Merlin to taste this. So he takes a little... I'm so he, sorry. he does a little finger test, uh, and he puts it on his tongue and immediately starts gagging. This is super disgusting. Uh, but it's not over yet, because he has to see if it tastes like the original. And show enough. My notes here were just like, why are we making Merlin do this? Why, why, why are, are we, we making, making him taste this? this is worse Until than... he's like, okay, now taste the original. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that makes sense. We have to compare. This is worse than the tomatoes is what this is. This oh. is so bad. It's horrible. Um, poor Merlin. Poor Merlin. Uh, he manages to sneak back in the castle, uh, goes to Katrina's room, uh, puts the fake potion in. But right as he's about to close the door, he hears somebody coming. So he jumps in the cupboard. Classic Merlin antics here. Just Classic having, Merlin having stuck in a cupboard for like all day. He gets stuck all day. Literally all day. For all Gaius knows Merlin has been arrested and executed in this time. Um, and he, he watches as Jonas comes in, but then realizes he like left the door open uh, as he's watching. And, and Jonas is doing, I guess this is Jonas' special beer time or something, because he like goes yeah. to the table and instead of just sitting down at the table, he like puts both feet on the bench and like crouches on that, so he's like way above the table and starts pouring himself like a like a beer or something. It's very weird. 
This is this is special Jonas time, and I don't think we should judge what he does in this special Jonas time. I think that we should judge it pretty harshly. He's got a tail I, that makes him a pervert. <laughs> sure, that is true, and I think he chose to have the room with the little peaky peaky hole. He's hoping somebody's watching. Probably so. Like he, the dude, the dude, you know, I mean, he might, you know, it could be a little exhibitionist type situation there for him. He wants somebody to catch him stroking his own he tail. He wants somebody to catch a little <laughs> glimpse of that tail. Mm-hmm. Get to, oh, oh God! Did we have a did we have a new fart? That one got me. That one got me. All right, all right. What, that, are we, what is happening? I'm falling apart, dude. It's so humid in here. Um, so we watch as Jonas chills, uh, and then Merlin like has to close the cupboard door with uh with magic. Uh, Jonas notices and he's suspicious, but then he just goes back. Katrina shows up and is like, "Oh God, I can't wait for him to put the crown on me. Uh, this is going to be so good." Did we miss the part? Did is this? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't there a part um, where she's like, "You gotta, you gotta make me the the whatever or something"? Okay, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um, so Merlin, he snuck in. He swapped the potions out. Um, he always gets caught. He's hiding. He's hiding in the cupboards. We cut over to Arthur. Arthur's walking the streets of Camelot, and he sees the knights harassing an old man because this old man can't pay the new tax. Everybody's watching because Arthur's like, "Hey, fellas, what's going on here? What's the what's all the commotion about?" Um, and now he's got everyone's attention. Everybody's like, whoa, what's going on here? He can't just help this one this one guy now because everybody's looking. Gwen's there, dude. I don't even know if Arthur knows Gwen's there. If he did know, he'd be in big trouble. Um, but he, of course, Arthur tells him, you know, release this man. Give everybody their money, money back. I'm going to go talk to Uther about this because this is ridiculous. And he's right. It is ridiculous. It is. And he goes um, and he goes all the way to Uther and, is ma- and makes this argument. Says, you're making unreasonable demands on his subjects. Uther and Katrina, of course, are like, how dare you question us? Um, and Uther is like, we rule the people, not the other way around. And Arthur is like, I disagree. Like a kingdom is made up of its people and they are, they are as much of this kingdom as we are. We may yeah. rule and, and we, we may should, guide. They serve us and we should serve and them. We should That's serve kind of how this shit works. And then Uther's like, absolutely not. You need to go out there and beat them up and take their lunch money. And Arthur's like, I'm not going to do it. And so he just kicks mm-hmm. Arthur out of the throne room for the second time in one episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this is where... She starts to like torture massage Uther. She's uh, Katrina's giving him Uther a massage, breaking his bones, doing it. Um, she's faking pity for Arthur, being like, "Oh, you know, he's he has so much pressure on his shoulders. He's so young. Um, maybe we should take some of that pressure off of his shoulders. You know, I'm I'm a queen, but I have no power. Um, blah blah blah. Sure enough, Uther's like, "That's a great idea. I'll give the boy a break, and I'm going to make you, Katrina, heir to the throne instead." And uh, once again, he goes in for to lock lips, dude. He's got, he's ready. He's he ch- he put chapstick on earlier. He put yeah, he just cut, like ye old uh, Vaseline that he got from Gaius. He slathered his face in it. He's ready to smooch, dude. He's ready for hours of smooching. He is ready. Uh, but to mer- do it. mercifully, she knocks him out with the troll gas again. Um, and I then do, she goes back to take her potion. I do really like this bit. Like every time yeah. he goes to kiss her, she just gasses him and like he just plops down. He must be like, those kisses are so good I go to sleep afterwards. Like, wow. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. He's covered in Vaseline and he's just very confused. Um, she, um, But now she goes to take her potion. Yeah, there This you is go. where we have, we have, um, this, yeah, this is where we were. Uh, Merlin is still in the covers. <laughs> um, and yeah, she takes the potion. She doesn't notice anything different. And that's that. Merlin realizes the plan has worked, so it's all good. Well, she he, she she does notice something different because she like walks over to the mirror where where Merlin is hiding, and he thinks he's been captured or whatever, or thinks he's been noticed. But really, she just wants to go look at herself and pretend that the crown is on her head. She, yeah. um, and then she drinks the potion, and her and Jonas leave. 
Berlin sneaks out and he's like has this smile like yeah I fucking got him homie I got I this got this him, is dude. no problem Berlin you were you were like under order of execution like you gotta be careful homie get that smile off your face uh, meanwhile Gwen goes to visit Arthur uh, and you know tells tells him that she saw him defending the old man and uh, they, they do this thing where Arthur is like maybe not as confident in himself and she's like you're gonna be a good king and I don't know why but like this time was like one time too many I was like haven't we seen this scene like five yeah. times like she has dude she hasn't had anything to do her and, Morga- <laughs> and Morgana have had nothing to do for the last two episodes so like we'll just have her encourage Arthur she's just gonna do something yeah yeah the only thing Morgana does in this entire episode is 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 add an adjective to how ugly Katrina is towards the end of this, which is, which is very funny. Don't get me wrong. Stinky. Stinky. Yeah. Okay. We're kind of thanks. Um, She's like, yeah, I, I showed up to set today. Y'all paid me. I, I, I'm going to get it one line in. If, I, if I'm dressing this good, I get to see one line. Uh, uh. Sir Leon shows up, our old friend and, and hero of the show, Sir Leon, shows yep. up uh-huh. and summons Arthur to the king, where Arthur is told that he's being relieved of his duty, and worse, he's being disinherited. Uh, and I really like this moment because Gaius like, tries to step in, and it's Arthur, not Uther, that turns around and is like, hey shut the fuck up old man i got this mm-hmm. shit this is on me yeah. I'm, I'm i think he's basically like you're gonna get in a lot of trouble if you try to say something like leave it to me no i think he's just tired of hearing gaius guys i swear to fucking god yeah yeah if you try to put milk of the poppy in my beer one more time <laughs> guys he was t- he was literally just talking to me the only person in the room that can be disinherited just got disinherited sorry i'm sorry guys Freeman. was he was he speaking to you i'm sorry yeah sorry i didn't know oh i didn't know your name was arthur that's my bad my, bad. my it's, bad it's weird that my father named me after some rando that just lives under his basement that's that's really strange gaius guys she's like what the fuck um but yeah not great we keep this is the scene where we keep cutting to leon throughout this because he's like oh fuck and i keep thinking like oh leon's gonna like have a moment in this episode where he tries to stick up for himself and he kind of like says like one thing um but he's a company man dude he like yeah i understand that things are kind of bad but i'm afraid to piss off the boss so at the end of the day nothing changes yeah and um yeah, exactly. Uh, and and basically, they, they go back and forth on this, but Arthur is just like, it, it, Uther is like, my decision is final. Um, and mm-hmm. then Arthur leaves. And Uther makes the announcement to everybody that Katrina will now be heir to the throne. Everybody's super upset about this, including Merlin, uh, which Gaius tells him back at the lab a little bit later. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if, if Merlin was like maybe up in the rafters here. That's something. the next. That's the next scene. Like when they when they do the actual like ceremony, Merlin sneaks up to the rafters to like watch it because he knows what's about to happen. He knows like it's been long enough without the potion that she's about to change. So mm-hmm. he's he's mm-hmm. he wants to be there to see the whole thing come together. The next like five scenes that Merlin is in, like it's just him looking down and grinning like a fucking idiot. He's so happy yep. and pleased with the chaos yep. that he has caused. It is amazing to watch. Yeah. Uh but this is bad news actually for everybody because right now uh Katrina is about to be made queen and we learn that um if Uther dies, she's going to be the ruler of Camelot. She will have total power. And of course, her next move would then to be to kill Uther. So of we got to do something. Uh, the potion's wearing off. The ceremony's happening, but we got to start moving here. Um, and yeah, of course, the, the ceremony begins. <laughs> Arillan is up in the rafters, just yucking it up. Um, but as, as she's trying to rush through the ceremony, she eventually does 
get named heir to the throne, snatches the crown, runs out of the room because the changes are starting to take effect. Um, I want to talk about for her. I want to talk about ahead. how funny this whole thing is, by the way, because yeah. like uh, Monmouth is back. He's the host of this yeah. thing, and he's like doing this the official like kind of long and ponderous way where he reads uh-huh. from the book and makes her say "I do" the, the whole time. Like she's hiding her arm, which is starting to change. Jonas notice it, so there's her and Jonas are shooting glances at each other. Merlin is looking down and like fucking rolling, just having the best time of his life. And eventually she gets, she's like, "Uh huh, yeah, I do, I do, I do." Just hurry it up, and she's like, and he's like, "My lady, we have to do this correctly." And she looks at Uther and is like, "Where did you get this old crone?" And I just <laughs> they cut to Morgana and she, her mouth is just open, like. <gasps> She can't you? believe they t- they do a Jeffrey like this. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, I just where did you get this old crone from? Katrina was it's just really fucking hilarious. Perfect, it's perfect. Um, but yeah, eventually they get through it. She snatches the crown. She runs off because the transformation is taking effect. Um, but yeah, unfortunately for her, she gets stopped because the guards are just happen to be marching down the the hallway at that point. Uther runs after her. Morgana runs after her too because they're like, we, she's got to say something. She has needs one line in this episode. Um, and eventually they, they kind of corner her against a door that Merlin used magic to lock. I assume he's kind of like whipping through the rafters like Spider-Man up there. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would say more like Daredevil. <laughs> I mean, because he, does, oh, sure, he sure, doesn't sure. have web. And you got to have web yeah. to spider. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, no, of course. Of course. Got to have web um, to spider, Chris. Come on. Catch yeah, up. Merlin's working on that, though. Um, yeah, they, they've kind of locked her there. And soon enough it's revealed like the potion wears off and she just straight up turns into a troll she fully transforms farts and all that was the that's the first thing that goes when she beca- enters her uh troll form is her the control over her uh farts yes um she's been holding back for a while like i mean she's been, I- she's been holding back all day dude um arthur and morgana are shocked this is where morgana indicates that she is quite stinky but uther is still fully under her control and he's they... he's loving this. He's absolutely loving yeah. this. Uh, and it, we should we should note like the way this is done with her like slowly transforming. They do like a reasonably good job. I think actually a really good job of making this so like out. It's it's so like it doesn't even approach Uncanny Valley because it's just so fucking weird and awful the way like the, her mm-hmm. eyes and face are just moving around on the on the head it's just super gross. Morgana and Arthur are both like about to throw up as this is happening, and when she finally <laughs> turns into the full thing, it's like they are both so super fucking grossed out at at, at this situation. Um, and, <laughs> and Merlin is in the back cracking up again like again he is just yeah. having the best time he's out of the smell range so he doesn't have to gag so he's just having true, a good time true he thinks that he's he's about to be fully vindicated too so this he's just eating up merlin's he's a real scamp he's a real he's a real trickster and this is just his bread and butter he loves this shit however uther is still under her spell and he is like you all suck you hurt my wife's feelings the next person who insults her? That'll be the last thing you ever do. This is immediately after she ripped the door off of its hinges and ran away. Um, so yeah, he's still fu- he's still fully on board. The spell is not broken because of that amulet he's wearing, and there's not a lot anybody can do about it. He, now um, we have the pleasure of seeing Arthur. What we've like, all been waiting to see the, the lines throughout this stuff because Arthur's delivery of "What is wrong with you?" Look at the state of her. I think <laughs> it was really fucking hilarious. Like it's just it's so good, extremely great. Oh, uh, so good. And, and yeah, Uther chases this chick back into their room, um, and he like he picks up like she had dropped her shoes and her crown along the way, so he like picks all that stuff up and like rushes back to their bedroom, and then. 
he starts like just smooching on the troll's face and it's it, i mean she's disgusting like it looks horrible and i know it's fake i know it's like prosthetic it's or hardcore. whatever but it's, it's pretty hardcore Chris, it looks really, really creepy, and like he's like, mm, "Your scent, it's so fragrant." And she's and she's kind yeah. of like, her character changes a little bit here, and I, I just, I love, I love what she does with it because she's kind of like, even though she's in, enchanted him and he's in love with her, she's kind of taken aback that he's so into her at, as troll person yeah. because she's <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, it's," I mean, I, I don't know, it's, just, it's mostly dung. Like she's like kind of like. <laughs> flirty in a way that she really wasn't yeah. before she's, she's showed she showed her true self but she's like oh she still he still loves me yeah me. um and yeah, yeah like, even though this is all her spell this is all her doing she still can't quite believe it and uther there's a there's i mean the romantic music swells uther lays this troll down on the bed and just just makes out with her for a little while like i had it Autumn walked into the room as I was watching this and I paused it and I was like, Hey, did I ever tell you that Uther fucked a troll? And she's like, Yeah. And I was like, You wanna could do you wanna see what that looks like? <laughs> let me let me rewind this for ten seconds. And she was yeah, like, Nope, yeah. I don't want you to see this. Um uh, thankfully we just we we fade to black and um we we the mind will, will only imagine uh what happened between these two. But the next morning is where we pick up and Gaius and the knights have come to see Uther who it's positively glowing. We have never seen a more radiant Uther in all of Merlin. Um, this is like when Ron Swanson comes into work with the red shirt on. Like you know, you know, something just went down. Something just scene. happened. You know, it he's just a, happened. He's basically a different man. He um he for the first time in what do you think twenty years got laid? This is uh, yeah yeah. So uh, and he's and he's totally celibate. He's not. He's not goofing around. This man has nocturnal emissions. That's how serious he is. Um, so this is this is an Uther that nobody has seen. So they think, hey, maybe this is a great time to really just double check. We're just going to confirm. Uther, you do know that your wife is a troll. I, we're just, <laughs> if you're cool with that, we're cool with that. We just want to make sure that you know you might not have noticed. I don't know how you wouldn't have noticed, but you might not have. Just want to double check. And, and Uther handles this about as well as you would imagine. Uther is like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. Like, what are you talking about? And Gaius is like, well, we, we, we know she's a troll because of her warts and her nose. And Sir Leon is like, her smell. And <laughs> Gaius is like, and her fangs. And Leon is like, I wouldn't even call them fangs. They're more like tusk. <laughs> like they're getting real. The back and forth is they're having a lot of fun with this. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, yeah, they're and, having and, a lot of fun. And Uther is insulted, and he he threatens to charge anyone that talks about his queen and the inheritor of the throne to Camelot. Um, but if he, if anyone talks about her like this again, he'll charge them with treason and behead them, uh, Yikes. which is extremely hilarious to me. I just, I, yeah, yeah ugh, just so bad. The serious shit, the serious shit. So back at the lab, they have to come up with a plan. And of course they've realized that Uther is enchanted and they don't have any magic in their little book. That's strong enough to break troll magic. Apparently, um, Trolls are quite the wizards. Uh, so Gaia says, hey, really the only option we have here, Merlin, is for you to go and speak with the dragon. But be careful because dragons and trolls have been close allies in the past. So, you know, you got to you gotta play it cool. And I thought that that was going to bleed into something, but it, it doesn't really. Maybe it's just a, it's a clue for something. Hey, you know, remember, don't trust this dragon. Merlin's still a wanted man, which is funny because he's got to go sneak back into the castle. But uh, before we have any resolution with that, we have to cut back to Katrina. She's in troll form. She's at the dinner table with Uther. She's not hiding it anymore. 
she doesn't want to eat the food that he's provided for. He, the chair doesn't fit her anymore. So she's like, hey, all this stuff sucks. The, if you want to make me happy, I saw some fresh dung down at the uh, stables. Maybe you could bring it. The chair thing, Chris, when she says that, it cuts to a side view of her and sitting in the chair. And like she goes to stand up, but her ass is so fat and wobbly mm-hmm. and that it's mm-hmm. it, she's literally stuck in the chair. And it just... Why did they have to go this hard? <laughs> Why did they? <laughs> they they go this hard, and then they hard cut to Merlin talking to the dragon, and the dragon is just laughing hysterically. Dude, I he is uh, loving it. When they hard cut to the dragon, just cracking up at how funny this is. Like it is, it is one of the best cuts in this entire series. To be honest with you, like just the dragon losing his mind. He's like Uther married a troll. That is great. And I think he even asked, like, was it a big ceremony? <laughs> Was there a lot of people there? Did they send an invitation? Oh my god! How funny, dude! This, this, no one hates Uther more than this dragon. Nobody. This is like the best thing that he's ever heard in his life. And eventually, he's like, "All right, all right, I'll calm down." And then he laughs for five minutes more. And Merlin is just like rolling his eyes at this point. Like, please, Albion is never going to exist. Arthur will never become king if we don't fix this. The dragon is like, "No, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right." But. Uh, that's pretty fucking funny um but yeah he's like okay so here here's the deal here um in order to break the spell you have to make uther cry tears of true remorse now uther has never said sorry to anyone for anything in his whole life i think maybe he said sorry to morgana the one time but that's a you know rare moment and he didn't cry but yeah that's that's the job here is to make uther cry true tears of remorse but before merlin leaves the dragon reminds him that, hey, my help is not unconditional. You promised me some time ago that you would free me. And just so you know, I haven't forgotten. So just keep that in mind while you go deal with this poop situation. Yep. Uh, and Merlin goes out, tells Gaius what's up. Um, and, um, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. We don't we don't go over there quite yet. Uh, we go to a council meeting uh, where everybody, like Gaius and Sir Leon, are all sitting at the long table. Uh, Katrina is sitting at Uther's right hand as he sits at the head of this table, just just having the best time of her troll life. She's got yeah. a fresh pile of dung. She like puts a little piece of dung over her and by Uther and is like, this one's yours. She's being very sweet right now. Like she, I think she has forgotten that it's an enchantment and she's just having a good time. Like she's, she's like, start, oh, this she's is really starting to lead into it. This yeah. is my boyfriend. Um, and they they want to announce new taxes, and Leon is like, uh, absolutely not. We we can't do that. And they and Katrina just like starts ripping them, dude. She's just ripping ass all over the place. Just a whole lot of farts. And Uther's just looking at her with this like kind of dopey and love expression, that honeymoon face, and just like laughing a little bit. And, and he smells it. We know he smells it. Oh, the whole place is gassed out. Like Gaius is just holding his nose. Everybody at the table is holding his nose. Um. And the thing, this is where, this is the thing that I wanted to talk about at the very beginning of the episode, because like at this point, they're all just like, yes, sir. Okay. We'll do that. Yes, sire. Yes, sire. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can clearly see why Uther was able to just 
absolutely exterminate a whole class of people uh, just for using magic, right? Like, everybody yeah. at this table is just a yes man. Gaius never speaks up. Leon never speaks up. Nobody says shit to this thing. To this guy who's, like, literally has a fucking troll next to him and is like, we need to raise taxes, and the troll is eating horse shit. Like, this is just a dumb system of government. Like, yeah. if I was Leon, All I would just... All jokes aside, it really is telling us how awful Uther and this entire system of government yeah, is. Yeah, it's just bad. Like, you shouldn't have this this ability. Like, it's just, it's just a bad scene. I know, I know, like, being mad at monarchs isn't new or anything. I just... No. Man, like it just makes me so much more mad at Gaius that he is because this it had to be the magic thing all over again. He had to like show up to one of these council meetings and U- hear Uther say, "I want to murder everybody," and he'd be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. that's reasonable. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, I'll help okay. you." All right, whatever you say. Okay, you're the king. Yeah, Gross. all right, bastard, you rat bastard. Um, there's this scene. Of course, Uther is like, "No, we have to raise taxes," um, and Sir Leon is like trying to argue and. There's no dialogue in this. I don't know if you caught it. Jonas is sitting beside Leon, and he like leans over and just smells his shoulder <laughs> in a really Ugh. creepy way. And like Leon like looks to the side and is like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> Get off me!" Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, this all ends and leads nowhere. But he's like, "Hey, uh, King Bayard is is coming for a visit. Me, me, maybe we should tell him. Maybe we should tell him no." Maybe this is not a great time. Yeah, let's let's let you guys hang out for a while. No, of course, invite him in. Uh, He's a he's an ally. We won't turn him away. And like, great, super, awesome. This is this is just this is just great. I um, dude, it's just so bad. It's so so bad. bad. Merlin finally tells Gaius what the dragon says. I mean, I say finally. Perhaps only moments have passed. I don't know. But Merlin tells Gaius what the dragon said about how they're going to have to make Uther cry, and clearly the only person who's going to make uther cry is arthur and uh that's just if he dies so the plan is to kill arthur great we have to kill arthur uther has to see his son die um, i love i love this, is, this next scene this is a fun scene because yeah. uh we see arthur get in bed and then we just hear somebody say arthur and like he <laughs> and arthur wakes up and being arthur grabs his sword and starts like looking around the room who's there and then out from under the bed pops Merlin. Um, like a mechanic under a car, he fucking rolls just out. Just rolls out, uh, pillow to the side, because so, he's been resting his neck under there. Uh, and he's like, I've been here the whole time. And Arthur's like, you've been once, under once my bed this entire that- to- the whole time? And like points his sword at him as if to be like, if you've been there... I am going to murder you right now. I will yep. murder you myself. Basically, like, if you've been there for, like, the last three days, you die. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but no, he has not. He has not. Uh, he, instead... But, yeah, Arthur... Arthur, when he came into the room and, and once Merlin confirmed that he was alone, I think that's that would have been the time for Merlin to maybe come out of hiding. But no, he just stayed there until Arthur was, like, tucked into bed. Just for the added level of mischief, because he's a freak. Ah, oh, dude, I... Uh, the, the level of mischief that he that dude will get up to at any given time is just absolutely hilarious. I I, I, I love it. Uh, but yeah, Merlin fills Arthur in on their plan to break the spell, and of course, the plan is to kill Arthur. There is a potion that will give him the appearance of death, and there's a bit of a, a back and forth about this because Merlin gets Arthur to agree to the plan without really telling him the full extent of the plan, because there is an antidote that Arthur will have to take. It's not like he's just going to naturally wake up. He'll have to take this antidote, and he has to get it within 30 minutes of taking the poison, otherwise he's going to die. And now they don't time this very well at all. At all. Because Arthur takes the potion, immediately croaks out, 
And then Gaius has to go and summon Uther. What if uh, Uther was busy? What if he was like out in the stables and it takes him fucking 25 minutes to get up there? He's really cutting it close. They're really, really cutting it close. Really cutting it close. And worse, like when Gaius goes to get um, the Uther, Ar- I mean, excuse me, Merlin just decides to like leave? <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, bro, like hide in the cupboard or something. Yeah, like, you've been doing it all day. Where are you going? Um, but Jonas is, is prepared. He's been stalking uh, Merlin around. So when Merlin walks under on, on, down some steps, here comes Jonas with the fucking vase from downtown. Yeah. A fucking yeah. three-point shot and just nails my boy on the head who just immediately crashes to the ground. And And you know what? He causes a lot of problems here, Jonas does. But I don't think that man has a murderous bone in his body. This is the second attempt to attack Merlin, but he's just really unsuccessfully. He just drops the vase on his head, yeah, and that's it. That's it. He doesn't. He there's no follow up. He doesn't. There's no follow up. There's no follow up. There's no. There's no confirming that he's dead or anything. Um, but worse, the antidote flies out of Merlin's hands, bounces down some steps, and then eventually breaks. Uh oh, he's going. Mm-hmm. To, Arthur is actually going to die. Um, Uther rushes in to Arthur's room, finds him dead. He starts, like, tripping out. My boy, my boy. Uh, Merlin wakes up, sees that the antidote is broken. Uh, we go back back to Uther, who is just blaming himself. He's very upset. Uh, Merlin has the idea to take off his scarf and just, I guess, wring the sweat out and just absorb some of this antidote mm-hmm. is the plan. That's super gross. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Katrina comes in, uh, finds Uther holding Arthur, and immediately realizes what's going down. Uh, and it's trying to pull him away from Arthur before he can start crying, but it doesn't work. Uh, he, as, as Uther turns around and looks at her, tears are on his face, and he finally, for the first time, sees her for who she really is. Yeah. Uh, he's freaking out, so he calls the guards. He's smelling those farts, mm-hmm. and just as now all hell is breaking loose, Merlin manages to get back in there with the uh, soaked scarf and just squeezes that shit into uh, Arthur's lips. And thankfully, all he needed was a couple of sweat-soaked drops to wake him back up, because, again, this is just poor planning all around. Um, but as soon as soon as Arthur gets up, he tries to get up and stop uh, Katrina from whatever the hell she's doing at this point. And then he just gets tossed across the room, smashes into the wall, crumples to the ground. Like, holy shit, that was intense. It was, I mean, she fucks that dude up a little bit, right? Like, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah she fucks him up. It's not great. Uh, there's a lot of fighting and she's just tearing through the guards. She's got like this, the supernatural troll strength. Um, it's, it's pretty funny, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's tearing the place up. Nobody can stop her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while Arthur is knocked out in the corner, that's when Jonas comes in. And now I take back what I said. He does have some murderous bones in his body because he tries to kill Arthur. But thankfully, Arthur is able to get up and uh, stop him. He gets a he stabs Jonas in the in the gut with a sword and, and kills him, ends his life, um, cuts off his freaky little tail, whips him with it. Um, Merlin eventually is able to trip katrina with his magic by pulling the rug out from under her literally uh and this is enough to get arthur to be able to uh stab her killing her but not before she lets out just a a year's worth of farts oh man in her death rattle that is i mean like insult to injury right like i i don't mind killing you and i I know that when you die like your your body sort of starts releasing stuff it's never as like glamorous as it is on tv or whatever but like oh no this just seem like everybody in the room is gassed out like they're all holding their hands over their mouths this is just extremely disgusting um it's a bad time for everybody it is a bad time for everybody and we switch from here to dinner 
uh, with just Uther and Arthur sitting at the long table, both at the on, on each side, um, and Uther feeling very uncomfortable about the events of the last few days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks Arthur for you know getting him out of the situation and says. Uh, I did many things I regret. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, and Arthur, thankfully, is like, I don't want to know the details, but can't help but, like, roast this dude a little bit and starts just kind of laughing. Like, he married a troll, my dude. Like, oh, my yeah. God. The, the the final, like, subtitles for this episode is both laughs. Both laughs. And I don't know I don't think, if I don't think that's actually laughing. I don't think that's but true. But the idea of them both finally just laughing about how stupid it is is kind of funny to me. It is very, very funny. Uh, and... Yeah, like I, that. We we end there. Oh no, I'm sorry. We have one more scene where Arthur. <laughs> I love this bit. I love this bit so much. Uh, Arthur meets Merlin in the hall and says, "You know, hey Merlin, I never really doubted you." And Merlin looks at him. He's like, "Well, I did, but it's only because you look kind yeah. of like a, a shifty person. <laughs> like you're not a very yeah, believable, you look like trustworthy, a weird, freaky pervert." So. Um, I wouldn't even have you if I, I. Are you sure you don't have a tail? Because I kind of feel like you're a tail person, and I just I don't you want seem that. Seem like you anymore. would have a tail. Um, but of course, without Merlin, Arthur. Uh, acknowledges like i wouldn't you know i'd still have a troll for a stepmom and so like he goes to grab merlin i think it's one of these like i'm gonna attach you on the shoulder things while i'm in yeah, front it's, of it's you a shoulder pat uh and merlin like steps into it and, and arthur is like whoa <laughs> <laughs> like and there's this huge moment of awkwardness and merlin is like oh i thought you were going for a hug and, Mer- and arthur's like yeah. no absolutely no, not not at all what the fuck <laughs> oh Perfect, oh, man. Perfect. Merlin is pleased with himself, though. You can see he's got that big old grin on his face. He can't help it. He's happy. He's just, he's, yeah. Arthur walks off, and yeah. he just looks after him, smiling. It's very, very cute. Um, yeah. yeah. What a what a horrible, disgusting episode, Chris. Like mm-hmm. I, I think that there's some silly stuff that happens in Mer- in Merlin uh, in future episodes. But this is this is the big boy. This is the this is the real the real stinker, if you will. I, it is a real stinker of an episode. I remember watching this uh, again for the first time, and just reeling absolutely mm-hmm. reeling mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they would go through um this much they would just get this like lowbrow with it right like just with the farting and everything and then they got this actress to to just lean into it so incredibly hard it brings such a like a just a wild nuttiness to the, this troll character that i think it absolutely needed i think if they didn't if they hadn't gone this hard, I think it the show it, it would have been worse for it, right? Like mm-hmm, I think it, it mm-hmm. would not have been as good. If if they just like if they did a half step, if they if they if they just had a, the occasional fart, you'd be like, okay, this is this is kind of stupid. But I think they had to go all in. They had to go in. It's a divisive episode for it, but I they stuck to their guns and they went all in on it, and I and I respect them for it. It's it's impressive. It really is. Like it's it's easily the some of the most disgusting thing. I will never get. Her sitting in that pile of filth with just wet hands, Ugh, just ugh, ugh. Ugh. the wet hands, Chris. That was the worst. Ugh, West, gonna, yeah, wet hands on filth. You don't. That's not something. Anybody getting a little. Wants. Getting a, to be honest, with you, I'm getting a little sick right now just thinking about it. Yeah. All right. All right. You know, and I think that that means it's time to wrap it up. It is. Let's get out of here. Uh, next week we'll have the return of um, uh, Tywin Lannister. So that's good. Um, oh yeah, I know uh, Tywin Lannister. This guy's great. Charles Dance the, is awesome and everything he's in. And the world's largest hat. He has a real dumb hat, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, top um, ten, top ten large dumb hats right here. You're gonna right see here. it. Right uh, here. But thank you everybody for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do so by leaving ratings and reviews on various podcasting services. You can uh, p- 
pledge your support at patreon.com slash monster of the week or you can uh tell your friends tell your friends go go grab their phones tell them about tell them about merlin get them addicted to the wizard don't show this in this episode to start like that's yeah don't maybe don't start with this one just start with episode i'd say episode one episode one is usually where i would start when i watch a new series i don't know how you guys do it but i I like yeah most of the time i do like an episode one or like an episode two um that's usually where i start with yeah yeah every once in a while i'll start a new series by watching a trailer for it on youtube Oh, sure, 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 sure. You know, I'm you just... got to get an idea but what you're I'm, getting yourself I, into. But I'm kind of a bad boy like that, Chris. Like, I'm, hey, you know, I'm hey, a little bit of a hey, wild You're a man of the internet age. You I know am, what I mean? I am. I know how to use the internet. I can Google. Uh, but we'll be back next week with uh, Witch Finders. And until then, we love you. Bye. 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 Hello. Greetings. Greetings. Salutations. Greetings always. F- greetings feels like a really nerdy way to say hi to somebody. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Greetings. Greetings. Hello. Hey, do you ever do you ever say greetings to anybody unless you're like working at a hotel? <laughs> like you're a geek or you work at a hotel? Uh, I'd, I'd probably rock a greetings. I'm not ashamed. You rock a greetings. You ever greeted somebody with a greetings? I think I've done a greetings before. Um, I mean, I definitely have. I just did it right now. But I'm a geek, so yeah, it doesn't. You know, if you're a geek, that makes me way worse. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. There's another. Um. Oh, there was a really there was a really dorky farewell that somebody I used to work with would do. I cannot for the life of me. If it comes to me, I'm going to say it. But every time. He would say it. I'd be like, bro, stop. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm not in your D&D group, all right? <laughs> We're co-workers. And like, Do if you're not- going to say it to somebody, I guess I'm the person to say it to, but I didn't like it. I didn't like the way that it made me feel. Hey, that's the most important part. If somebody's words hurt, Chris, I need you to tell me. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? In a lot of contexts, this wouldn't be bad, but he would always say, cheers and then he would leave and i'm like i just don't i just don't like it when you do that there's something about it that just i really don't like we're not british what are you saying cheers for i don't like a cheers i really don't i don't because like to me cheers and i know this is not the way that it is in the uk but cheers is so ingrained to be a drinking thing like yes yeah, yeah. If, if you're if we're not having some beers that i need no cheers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. exactly exactly we're not celebrating anything you are uh clocking out for the day after doing no work and um, get picked up by your mom and going home. Like, don't hit me with the cheers, bro. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah. We don't need that. We don't need those worthless cheers. <laughs> so that's what they are. Is worthless to me. Absolutely anyway, worthless. Coming in hot to these outtakes, talking shit about vague notions. <laughs> We're gonna get a lot of hate mail on this episode. Be like, listen, I say cheers, you fucking asshole. I am. Um... And I'm sick as fuck. I got email, an email from PlayStation saying that Overwatch 2 is coming out. No, that's not a thing. And I was like, I didn't even know that they were doing that. Like, I don't I don't remember seeing anything about that. I'll tell you what, they canceled Game of Christmas for a couple of years because of the COVID. And I feel like I am left out of the of the conversation with video games. Game nowadays. of Christmas is coming back. We're going to have two Game of Christmases. Uh, I, don't, I don't think... This is going to be like the first Christmas after you find out Santa isn't real. Like it's oh. you're going to get some good toys, but like the magic mm-hmm. is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it not It is kind of a bummer. I do really miss even 5 years ago the excitement of um of an E3 of a of any sort of video game event. Um 
I used to watch those and get super excited about every game that they showed just for the hell of it. I'm like, I don't care if this is one long commercial. I'm having fun. It's and now fun. I watch everything. And even when they show a game that like I know I'll probably like, I'm still like, hmm, whatever. I know that that's not video games. I know. Well, maybe it is. But it's also it's mostly me. It's most it's just mostly me getting older. Unlike when I would wake up in high school <coughs> and download whatever new trailers were available onto my Xbox 360 so I could watch those trailers when I got home from school. I fucking um, love that, dude. That's a great feeling. That, it's that was the delivery. Great feeling. <laughs> I, uh, I, I like there was a time where I would be excited, for, not excited for it, but like I would be um, as interested to watch a Call of Duty trailer as I would like any other trailer because mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. thinking about I didn't really play those games, but Oh wow! Like the graphics are gonna be pretty cool. Um, but mm-hmm. nowadays, like anytime you and I talked about this in the last, I think the last Sony conference. Like anytime I see like a video and I see that gun bobbing along at the bottom of the screen, yeah. I just don't. I like. I just ch- start checking out. Like I don't care. I don't. I don't want to shoot brown people in a video game anymore. Like I'm, I've, right. I've. I feel like I haven't done that a lot, and I feel like I have done that too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even we at that when we had this conversation, we talked about how Resident Evil Seven and Eight were um, first person, but that was somewhat of an exception. But now with the new uh, update or whatever that's coming to Resident Evil Eight, they added in a third person mode, so you don't even have to do that anymore. Don't even have to do that. Yeah, perfect. That's what we need. That's exactly what we need. Yeah, um, I know, and I go, I know a part of it is you just you get old and you kind of you wish, you, well, you wish for things to be like they used to be because you just wish you were young again. Um, but the magic of getting a new magazine, a gamer mag, dude. Mm. And you worked at a place that like sold gamer mags, right? So you're you're probably all over that. But dude, checking out those fresh new screenies. Oh, dude, being the nothing, uh, nothing beats it. Being the first in the small town that I lived in to get access to that, those things, and then to be able to read them uh, while at work without having to pay seven dollars for them or however much they cost mm-hmm. at the time, uh, super dope. And then just I just took them home. <laughs> We were supposed to, after the first month, you could, uh, the rule was you could tear off the cover and then you could take them home. And I don't know why that was a rule. Someone out there may may (laughs) tell me, but like, I I think it was something about reselling, like you couldn't resell it without a cover or something. I don't know. But I didn't do that. I was just like, I'll take the covers off when I get to my house. (laughs) Yeah, totally, man. Um, I, I remember sitting books around so long and again this is this is just the joy of of youth but i remember i had a little tree house in my backyard when i was a kid and i had a couple friends who lived very nearby so we'd all like meet up you know call each other's houses and everybody would you know come meet up at my yard or whatever but i remember sitting up in my little tree house waiting for my friends to get there flipping through this playstation magazine and seeing uh the first screenshots and like descriptions of kingdom hearts mm. and then my friends getting there and be like you guys are not gonna believe this <laughs> I just found out about a game that mixes Final Fantasy and Mickey Mouse. That sounds fake, but it's in this magazine. And I it's bet, real. like, like at the, that, that moment, nobody believed you, like, because it yeah, sounds it was like, so what? bonkers. <laughs> like, it just sounded like something I made up to to excite them. And then the same magazine had screenshots of Final Fantasy X in it, and I was like, "This, that's a real, that's a picture of a real person. That's not a video game. That's a real human person." You know, I don't. You've seen the cover of Final Fantasy X with him standing in the water or whatever. It's not important, but I saw that cover image of it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's real. That's real life. That's not video game graphics. That's real life." That's real. And now life. you look back on it, and you go, "Yeah, no, that's very clearly a video game." I can see the polygons. I can actually see the polygons of what you're talking about. Anyway, I never look at polygons anymore. You know, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what happened. Um, I had some errands to run this morning, uh, and I came home. Oh, and this is probably what happened. I ate lunch. 
we had some uh-huh. leftover manicotti and then I paired it with a little chopped salad that we make we've been making up and uh I was I put on a little video to watch. Um uh, I've been watching a lot of Slay the Spire videos uh, by a guy mm. named Baylor on YouTube. Uh, Baylor has a really nice soothing voice and he, he just kind of, he, he never gets excited. He never, he doesn't yell or scream. He's just keeps like, it cool. keeps it very chill, very, very one volume. Um, and he, he gets excited, but like he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't do the gamer thing. He doesn't shriek or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just calmly explaining like why he would pick certain cards or do this or do that. And I just nodded right the fuck off. <laughs> like I That's literally good, just went little to lunch sleep. Team, little lunchtime afternoon nap. Oh like my you, God. You're crushing and, it. And, crushing then I, and then like woke up and realized like, Oh, it's five minutes away from when I need to record. So yeah. that's when I texted you five minutes, and you were like, "Yeah, that's fine." Great timing. Like, oh, Great oh, timing. fuck! <laughs> I need to hurry. Yeah. So I, uh, I made myself a side usually, of espresso to if, to if help. If Jess can't fall asleep at night, I put on like a gamer video like that, where somebody is just slowly describing the history of Tekken. <laughs> I played Tekken Two recently because it's free on the uh, PS Plus thing, whatever the new subscription's called. Mm-hmm. So it's not free. I paid for it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. one of the games on there. Tekken Two of all things, and I remember playing Tekken Two, but brother, that is no Tekken Three. Let me tell you, um, man. And it's also te- hard as fuck. I'm like, like, yeah, you can just like sit there and like spam a low kick and win most matches, but I'm like, I played it for 15 minutes and I was like, I don't understand this at all. I spent like years of my life as a youth playing Tekken, and now it's it's all gone. I thought some of that would have been retained, but no. My uh, my PlayStation was a Tekken Three machine. That yeah. was that was its whole, sole purpose in life for a long, long time. And I know that probably sounds like ridiculous, but I'd, it just happened that like that was the fighting game or whatever that mm-hmm. me and like a handful of my friends went into. And oh boy, uh, that was before the Soul Calibur years. That was that was a different oh, yeah. that was a different like at you know phase of my lifetime. But the Tekken years <laughs> were there and they were strong. And I. Dude, I could. Nina had like a forty-five hit combo or some shit, and at one point, I don't remember anything about it. I couldn't do it today, but at one point, like I just remember, like she's facing behind you, or facing, she's mm-hmm. facing away from mm-hmm. the other fighter. Um, like she has her back turned, and then she just turns around and just backhands it. Like one of the com- one of the combos is just bap backhand in someone in the face. And I'm just, oh my god, I thought that was the coolest <laughs> shit in the world. Yeah, that's I. I always talk about Final Fantasy and like. I don't know, whatever fucking else I talk about um, on the PlayStation, but I honestly think Tekken Three was probably my most played game because it was a game I could actually like play with my friends. When and when I was a youth, I actually had friends. I actually would have people come over and play video games. I was obsessed with Tekken Three, and it was so hard for me. And I'd try to beat the arcade mode so I could watch those ending cutscenes with um, with Jin turning into Devil Jin. When I was ten, dude, that was like the fucking coolest shit ever. Dude, I gotta tell you, like Tekken lore for what it was having every character have its own specific ending and they were all fucking bonkers was super Mm -hmm. fun like that was just Mm -hmm. i didn't care about the tech and lore i just i just liked that it was there i didn't i didn't want to care like jen turning into uh uh devil gen was just like yeah man fucking a (laughs) this is great (laughs) i don't care what i don't know i understand what this means but let's get Uh it yeah I play as uh, I played as Hao Rang. I don't know if you remember that guy. Um, he had a motorcycle and he had sweet kicks. I thought that that was excellent. pretty fucking cool. excellent. Who um, could forget? Would, uh, um, who could forget King? Yeah, yeah. Was that his name? King was it the was, man. King. King. I mean, he was just a giant. Was he a dude or was he an actual I, like he, tiger? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't never know. knew if he was wearing a leopard mask or if he was a leopard man. 
Yeah. Was he a leopard with a way. dope fashion sense that stood on his hind yeah. legs and made fist? Or was it a guy in a leopard mask that with the dope Does fashion second sense? Three, is second three the one that had the bear or the kangaroo? Like there was some creature that you could put uh, I don't remember K- who Tekken it was. three had gone. Uh, which was the very oh, yeah. tiny the dragon, dinosaur thing, right? The dinosaur. Um, and everybody, um, I found this out years later l- l- reading a Tekken 3 form, but at the time, like, I didn't go to Tekken 3 forms. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know why. Probably because the internet sucked. I didn't have cable internet back then. Um, it was still dial up. But uh, I found out years later that people would sh- would do, like, in tournaments or whatever, someone would pick Gon, and it was always considered cheating because Gon wasn't tall enough for you to hit th- hit him with punches. You had to do low kicks. Huh. Uh, so that was considered, like, not cool. And I'm like, it's obviously yeah. just a dumb character. Why are you guys being so right. stupid about the dragon, <laughs> about the little dinosaur gotta, guy? <laughs> gotta take these things seriously. I play, so I always get Tekken 3 and Tekken Tag Tournament all mixed up because that was, that was the game that everybody got when we got PS2. Apparently my friends and I really like Tekken, so... Um, number number one PS2 game to get was Tekken Tag Tournament, and that game still fucks. I haven't played it since I was eleven, but it's still incredible in my mind because that also had like the sweet CG things you could play as two characters at once. I was like, this is literally anything I've ever wanted in a video game. I um, you know, it's 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 weird. You were taught you mentioned that you were playing Tekken Two because of this PlayStation stuff. They sent me an email and they were like, Jeremy, you have a subscription to like something and that's going to turn into a subscription for something else. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Like this is very complicated. I don't know what you're talking about, but it, I've been so obsessed with these stupid deck building, uh, role-playing games, uh, or roguelikes. I should say, excuse me. I have hiccups. Uh, I've only been playing on the Xbox mm. this weekend. I had to turn on, uh, the PlayStation five. So I could, I could do some video gaming with Patty. Uh, we did some, soul level one shenanigans which ended up mm-hmm, hilarious mm-hmm. Uh, those videos will be out in like a month and I'll, I'll definitely make sure I, I post them because they are very very fun but um i had to uh um like update elden ring to even get it to open uh which i mean like playstation can't you do that for me <laughs> got the, yeah, what on. do you you're sitting there asleep all the time like why do i need to do this yeah um, but then I went to like the video game library section and I was like, I'm going to look at all of this stuff that I guess I can play. I don't mm-hmm. know. And every single game, like I was going through the list and it's all like interesting stuff. Right. But I'd like most of it. I'd either, I've either played before, uh, or don't have an interest in playing. And the only things that I was like, Oh, I might play that. It just said purchased because I've already huh. purchased it at some point. Yep. And I was like, maybe, <laughs> yep. <laughs> maybe I don't need this like expensive gaming service. Maybe I could just cancel all of this shit. That would be uh-huh. pretty fun. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing I'm looking forward to, I think it gets added tomorrow. Is that game stray where you play as a cat? Oh no, 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 no. Um, I am fucking excited for stray. That is going yeah. to be super cool. This is, but this is the first time that it feels like my PlayStation, whatever the hell it's called now, it's like, oh, this is worth something because I kind of wanted to play that game when I saw the announcement, but I know I never would have bought it. But now it's here for me for free on day one. I'm now I'm excited. I'm gonna play this cat robot game, whatever it is. It's been, they, the cat better not be a robot. It's just it's just a a cat set in a futuristic sci-fi dystopian thing. I think I think the cat's the only non-robot. I th- yeah. that's I believe he's gonna be the only organic life. That's God, my that's um, so fucking prediction. Dope. <laughs> so fucking dope. <clears throat> Just took a big, uh, big old sip of coffee. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Anyway, gamer <coughs> stuff. Uh, why well, don't well, I don't know why we don't have a video game podcast? Well, we don't need a video game podcast because we have outtakes of a yeah. Merlin podcast. And we do, we um, do have a video game podcast that we just never record. So, like, that's true. We could do it anytime. We anytime. could literally do it anytime. Um, we just would have to sit down I and c- do it. And... I, uh, you want to, you want to hear my dissertation on um, 
the romance in KOTOR. Uh, yeah. You know what's really funny about romance in, in Knights of the Old Republic is it's like, okay, so you can romance like one of two people, I think. Um, and the <laughs> the only – so I, I was talking to the um, uh, Bastila. She's the main Jedi from that game. You're not supposed to romance a Jedi. It doesn't work like that. But you can tell that this is a like 2003 like sort of incel type mindset rpg because like the only things you could ever do to this woman to like flirt with her is just pester her it's just oh, be like i good. know you want me don't you and then it cuts back over to my character and it's like the ugliest man you've ever seen perfect on planet Earth. perfect perfect <laughs> like, yep i love it's it just, and like every the only thing you can ever do is annoy her and then she's eventually like i can't help it i'm falling for you and i'm like why i'm so annoying <laughs> like i just i always choose the option choose the option that's the most neutral hey can i um, just like can okay, i interrupt hi. you real quick yeah i'll be right back this is Jeremy. Huge apologies. No worries. Did you just take a whole ass IT call? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, uh, um, yes, I did. Uh, I, yeah, I needed to, we're, we're trying to sell that customer, so I have to be relatively available. Um, I gotcha. So I, I had to, even though it's a, like, I don't know why that woman couldn't just go to Google. Oh, so what I'm going to do is go to Google and find the battery for the light, for what kind of battery the laptop <laughs> needs. Like, I don't know what she's doing, that she can't do that, but whatever. Some people don't have the power to Google, you know what I mean? I'll be honest with you, Chris, 90% of my job for as long, in the IT world was just being able to better Google, to Google better than somebody else. So That's all it takes. That's all it takes. You were saying, please continue, about romances um, and Oh, yeah, anyway, pestering women. Um, <laughs> anyway, about pestering <laughs> women. About pestering women. No, so I was just trying to find the, the options that are the least pestery. Because you can, it's like... The whole thing is that she's a Jedi, so she's not supposed to love you, but then, like, you have this connection, blah, 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 blah. Um, so finding the option that's like, okay, I'm not trying to, like, shut it down, because I think that might make something bad happen in the future. But if I if I pick, like, the romance option, it's just to be an annoying piece of shit. And it's like, I really, really like the, this game. I really like the writing in this game, but you can tell the mindset of some of these dudes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just so early 2000s, 90s, the chauvinist, like... It's it's chauvinist, but from people who have like never kissed a woman, so it's just it's really silly. It's really silly. It's my only downside to this game. I'm still loving it though. Yeah, it's it's um it's weird if you go back and analyze like the writing from video games from uh just you know any sort of critical perspective. You're like, maybe maybe we should have a talk with all of these game bit developers guys. Yeah. Maybe they're doing some bad stuff, and you know we won't find out for years that oh yeah they were absolutely doing some bad stuff. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Not um, good. Not great. Not great. Anyway, uh, shall we talk about Merlin? There's a lot of farts to talk about, Chris. Let's let's do it. There's I, a lot of farts. To get I hope I'm already uh, very sweaty just thinking about it. I hope you are. I don't know if Jess is still with you. Uh, I hope she's in the room while you talk about farts. That would be very funny to me. I'm ready. I'm ready. I got all the noises ready. um and and yeah so anyway merlin has to escape i have to i have to take a quick break uh both of my dogs have escaped this room somehow i don't know how they opened the door and walked out of this room probably lock picks i have to go go find them i will be right back i'm so sorry (laughs) no worries
I am so sorry about that. That's all good. It's all good. Where are we at? Um, okay. to worry about merlin because oh, merlin fuck. is on, hiding dude, in a grain uh, or, or a barrel of, of grain hey, and, hey um, I, I gotta stop now my dog has thrown up oh no <laughs> i'll I, I might be like a few minutes to clean some throw up it's up. all good i'm gonna go get some more water while sorry you're doing man it's all good all right i'm back hello um, I'm more hydrated than ever. I told Autumn what happened, and um, she was like, "Well, my call ended early, so like, just put her in the living room. She's in her kitchen uh, working on her laptop, and she's like, I can, I'll just watch them and make sure they're okay.'" And I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry. I don't mean for you to have to do that." She goes, "Oh no, I'm sorry. Like, it's probably interrupting the podcast. Who knows what Chris is saying when you're not there?" That's <laughs> true. I could be saying all sorts of nonsense. <laughs> Who knows what kind of agendas that I'm spreading? And then I, I, and I walked back in here and I looked at the waveform and I saw like you had obviously said something at some point like I could see mm-hmm. the little bump and I was like oh no what did he say I was complain I was complaining a little bit just sort of uh, you know nonchalantly complaining about um, Twitter ads uh, yeah. uh, and then I was saying I'm not out of breath because I'm out of shape I'm out of breath because it's humid of course yeah of course because <laughs> I'm sitting over here just in the mic like, <sighs> Jesus. heavy breathing um. Where were we at? The guards found Merlin's underwear. Okay. <laughs> 